Jake us away, Ames. That doesn't even make a sense. Make, make sense. <laughs> that doesn't, that doesn't every, make no sense. That doesn't make no sense. Ammonia. We're all full of carbs right now. Oh That's God. true. That must carbs, be, piss, that, and vinegar. That must be where the weird Italian accent was just coming from. Mm. All the... What are you doing? Trying to start a fire. Okay, I can't talk when you What are you doing? <laughs> doing? Yeah, what's he doing? <laughs> cool. Hello, and welcome to a start and hope. There's not enough break there. Just, just, just gonna plow through. Fuck it. This is a start to steer by. Wait, really? You're, you're the one who has to edit it. Good fucking luck. You're the one who has to leave it all in. Start to steer her by record screech. No, that's Jake's joke. I can't do Jake's joke. <laughs> Car hitting a wall. Uh, <laughs> uh, a Firefly podcast. For this week and only one more, apparently. Take my loaf, take my pants, do the pee 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 dance. Oh! Yes! Second verse! One of us! <laughs> that's quite good, Andy. I don't care, we have to flee. There's no bathroom on the ship and I have to pee. Sorry. Continue. You're good. You're real good. Wait, have you been listening to the show or are you just also... I've been listening sporadically to the show, yes, and I was aware of it. Okay. Fantastic. I'm so excited. Yes. Oh, holy shit. You have recording capabilities. Let's make it happen. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, the entire... The Firefly song. Yeah, but like like our our way. Love it. Cool. What, what are we doing, though, on the other hand? We're doing, we're finally finishing up the, the television episodes of Firefly this week with Heart of Gold and Objects in Space. As usual, I am Ames. As is typical, I am Caitlin. As is customary, I am Jake. God damn it. Uh, fuck! This is Chris. <laughs> and... And I'm special guest star, Andy, and were I an unmarried man, I would take all of you in a manly fashion. Oh. <laughs> That's a... Because I'm pretty? Because you're pretty. Thank you. Okay. You must think we're a bunch of whores. <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, I'm a companion. Big difference. Yes. Yeah. So we're talking hot, heart of gold. We're talking about this group of whores. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get... We get we get a phone call from Nandi, who is a madam at a brothel, a friend of Inara's, as we come to learn. It's my sister, Andy and Nandi. Andy and Nandi. That's <laughs> yeah, cute. Nice. Uh, she calls up saying, my God, Inara, you've got to come help us. We've got this this uh, pregnant chick with us, Petaline, who's about to screw out a kid who's, uh, oh. whose father <laughs> is Rance Burgess, who's this asshole who's threatening us about this, that, and the other thing, and he really wants her baby and all this stuff. You have to come and help us. And Inara, look, you know, bats her gigantic eyes at Mal. <laughs> She's the original Funko Pop. And Mal says, all right, well, we're, we're going to come help you out because we, we like helping out. Yeah, because I've been feeling weird about not doing any helping out lately and doing lots of weird other shit that you keep accusing me of. So we're going to do 
this this gig for you guys. Uh, and they go down and they visit this brothel and Jane is super, super jazzed to be there. And he oh, meets, yeah, 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 he meets yeah, yeah. all these whores who he likes. And who, well, but he who seems, seems to, to get along with him, which well, is nice. I was going to say, there seems to be one in particular. The blonde with the yeah. sparkly blue corset seems to be his gal yeah, of choice. They were, they were fairly cute together and it was fine. So they, they're, they're down there. They they make a, a, a rapport with these with these sex workers who work for Nandy. Mal and Nandy have lots and lots of intense conversation about what it's like in the world and how, you know, how hard is it to find love and all this stuff. And, and don't, you, don't you just for one night want to, want to do the thing? And then they do the thing. Oh, and, it was, and it was gross. God damn motherfucker. What the fuck? Caitlin, put it away. Or at least turn it on silent. I just did that. Okay. So in the morning, Rance Burgess comes into town and says, I want that baby and I'm going to use all these random assholes I found lying around to storm (laughs) your brothel uh, with this gigantic gun machine and all this stuff. I want that baby, so let me shoot this building up. (laughs) And and put the baby baby in in danger. That's a great idea. Oh, all the danger. Yeah, so meanwhile, Petaline is in the middle of giving birth. Simon is like wrist deep and pulling it out and all this stuff. Ooh. Jane was elbow deep. I don't remember that happening. No, I think it, I think the, the girl thing. was elbow deep. Oh, fisting. Oh, that. <laughs> every week, every fucking week. Um, no, not much this season. Yeah, this this, this is firefly a, thing. This is a callback. Yeah, yeah. So we keep we keep shooting up all the things. Eventually, it comes out into a standoff when Rance gets into the into the brothel because no one was guarding the door. No, the girl. No, let because him there in. was someone there helping. Was, oh, that bitch! Stupid bitch! Cherry, the fucking bitch! Cherry. And he comes in, he takes the baby, and he goes outside, and Mal chases him down and, and runs after him on a horse, because remember, it's a western, uh, and jumps on his flying machine, remember, because it's also space. Finally, you know, it punches the hell out of him and drags him over and lets Pedaline come outside with the baby, and she shoots him dead. With the baby. With the baby. The baby shoots him dead. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, in all of this ruckus, Nandy, who just got her rocks off with Mal, much to Inara's chagrin for... No fucking reason. Uh, Nandy got herself killed, and Inara had to have a tearful moment with Mal about how it was nice that, you know, in our last day she got to be with you, but, you know, really, I want to be with you, and now it's weird, and I sh- Baby, I should leave! And we all say, yes! Leave! The end. So, I stand corrected. <laughs> there is not an Inara Funko Pop. What? what? Yeah, from everything I can find, you can get, get them on it, Funko custom Pop. made. Well, yeah. yeah, they did do some official Firefly Funkos. They did a Mal where they fucked up his hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a how Jane. does wash look? There's a Jane with hat. Perfect. There is a oh, wash with hat. There is a wash with a Hawaiian shirt. Zoe Sans overcoat, and um, Kaylee in the like sort of sleeveless green. Jumpsuit with the pink shirt underneath. Yeah. So no Inara, no Simon, no River, no no preacher guy either. Oh no yeah, book. no no book, no book. Book, book always kind of gets the short end of the stick. That is true. Mm-hmm. In this episode, Book got to talk to a bunch of uh, sex workers, and they they yes. there was a moment of of them of, of him being like, oh I don't know I don't I don't I don't go into this thing, and they're like, we wanted you to pray with us, preacher. But all right, thanks for judging us immediately. It was yeah. super great. They were like uh, Shepherd. He's like, no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I am all right. I am. I have sworn myself to celibacy. I mean, being fair, that you know, it was a fair assumption because Jane was already like just. Well, 
and also because the last shepherd that had been there had been give yeah, them some prayers prayer. and then like was like I'm gonna do you both. I like Ooh. that uh, Jane dressed nice for this. Mm. He put on his best shirt and uh, his his fancy cowboy hat. He wasn't wearing his mom's the hat his mom gave him though. Well, because that. He couldn't risk that getting injured. Yeah. Oh, that's true. He that's only true. wore his nice clothes because he doesn't care if something happens to the house. <laughs> so fucking Nandy. Yeah. yeah. You don't what? like Nandy? I like Nandy. I can understand why Barry Nanilo wrote a song about her. Oh, <laughs> Nandy. You came and you found me a turkey. No, yeah. Right. <laughs> that's the Simpsons joke. It is. Your husband's covered in... Uh, wait, no, not your husband. Your house is covered in tinfoil like a turkey. Ooh, nice. Oh, nice. Nandy. Um, uh, yeah. What you to say about Nandy, Caitlin? Um, no. just that I love that she's. Uh, it's like he can't let anyone just be a strong character. She was a super cool, strong character, and then she was like, "Oh, Mal, I've been waiting for you to kiss me since you walked in." Yeah, like now I really wish she'd been played by Rue McClanahan. I know, right? <laughs> I know that was oh, she, she, that was a little glitch, Two thousand two, I think why so. Did she, yeah, why didn't Andy have to be like a hot lady? Could have been like a old madame. Well, it's not. It's not just that though. Like she goes after him. Knowing that he's into Inara, which I already think is kind of shitty. Well, she is a whore. It bothered me less than the fact that they killed her off. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah, that was sort of sad and a little bit like, oh, but okay, yeah, it's, she's like a strong character and even makes sort of decision to pursue Mal, even if she's doing it, knowing that Inara, whatever. But then, of course, she must be punished for, for her sleeping with somebody i don't her know sinful it's, ways there are sinful ways exactly yeah, it just when, felt a little retro well, yeah. when she learned yeah. when she learns from inara that well maybe inara had feelings for mal when no one fucking cares if inara has feelings for mal hmm. and she even brings up to mal now you didn't you didn't tell me tell me honest you didn't do this and that and, and the other thing you didn't tell me about her feelings and it's like you guys are in the middle of a shootout maybe <laughs> wait no, this isn't right important before, right yeah. now it was right before the shootout had started you guys are preparing for a fucking shootout. <laughs> well, yeah, look, as fucking six hours ago, I yeah. mean, also, I'll, I'm with, I'm with you. By the way, I think that like I'll, there are a lot of shows that I'm into where my least favorite aspect is the will they or won't they plot. Mm. Oh yeah, because it's so dumb. It's just cliched at this point. Like Super. the Super. one, I'll admit that I loved Downton Abbey and it was kind of a fan. Just saying that because I like you, like right. you people. I don't think I've you. heard like Down, Downton Abbey. Yeah. Downton Abbey. Um, it's it's the best British costume drama since Upstairs Downstairs. I think we can all acknowledge that. Thank you. I haven't seen it yet, That's but fun. I've heard it's good. There's a certain amount of will they, won't they with Lady Mary and like the main guy in the first couple seasons. Then he dies, like he gets killed Spoilers. off. Spoilers. Whatever. <laughs> so I guess Dan I Stevens leaves the show and gets killed off. So they after won't that, then, point, I guess. Yeah, they well they do. They actually have a oh. kid and they get married. Oh, bummer. But then, and then yes. After that point, I do not give a shit about any of her like romantic interests at all. And it's like, it's supposedly like this is the intrigue. Which men will she choose? I'm like, I don't care. I Mm -hmm. do not care. I don't care. I don't care. Get back to the socialist Irish cab driver. He's awesome. And the inevitable, (laughs) the inevitable problem, inevitable problem. Jesus. Yeah. Inedible problem. Of any television show where there's a will they or won't they aspect. Mm Inevitably, they eventually do. Yeah. And a huge aspect they've been leaning on for tension for so long is gone. And they are rarely ready to fill that gap. Yeah. Well... Mal seemed pretty Yeah, I was going to say... Oh, nice! Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I was, um... Phrasing. This, uh... <laughs> so this is one of the three 
unaired episodes. The other two yeah. being Trash, which was, and <laughs> The Message, which was. I kind of, maybe this, this, I mostly liked that one. I thought it was I okay. This one, I just, uh, this one, I think, uh, this one definitely feels like the one that was filmed on the $30 budget. Mm. It's like, what can we afford? Ten foil. Ten foil. <laughs> <laughs> How do we make this, this space whorehouse? Well, we take a regular house and we cover it in foil, and that will trick it. But what about the interior? We'll just make it dilapidated. Well, well and never mind the fact that yeah. instead of writing a script, they just took the Magnificent Seven yep. and also stapled on a few pages from Unforgiven. Yep. And oh, threw yeah. the word whore in a lot. So much. I don't yeah. know either of those shows. Movies? Movies. Comic so, strips. Magnificent Seven was just a remake of Seven Samurai, which is a 50s <laughs> film where ba- basically this small village... Wait, is, is that a Bug's Life? Yes, yeah, it's also a Bug's, a Bug's Life. Life. I don't remember. A Bug's although okay, a, Bug's a Bug's Life, Life is a it's bunch this. Of... It's this. It is this. Yeah, basically, although Bug's Life has the added thing of their actors. But anyway, which is a bit Three Amigos. So anywho, the short version is... <laughs> the Three Amigos is also... I've seen that one. one. That's a good yeah. one. There you so go. it's a you small understand. town is threatened So which by... one is Mal? Steve Martin? <laughs> yes. But yeah, no, it's, it's a small town. How does the three caballeros fit into this? And which one's Donald? <laughs> also, I, oh, uh, no, Jane is Donald. You're totally right. Because okay. Donald yes. has anger issues. Yep. Okay, yep. All right. But yeah, so yeah, for those who don't know, Following. whether you're Seven Samurai or Seven Magnuson Seven, whatever, or Bugs basically a small, town, a small town is threatened by bandits. And they hire either cowboys or samurai, depending on which one you're watching. Or circus bugs. To protect them. Or television stars. And there's the same aspect, yes. There's that similar element of, like, they are horrifically... Wait, so that's sort of like Galaxy Quest, too. Galaxy Quest is like that. Similar, yes. Which one is Mal? So basically what we're saying Uh, is this is the least original plot that's ever been... Portrayed on Plotted. I'll go you one further. It was like watching like a farce version of a whole season of The Handmaid's Tale. Too, with, like, oh, it was definitely Handmaid's Tale. Like, I was thinking that too. Yeah, but like you were, it was okay to think that the sex scenes were hot as opposed to The Handmaid's Tale where you're really not supposed to. Yeah. You know. But yes, they, they, oh, you're not supposed not, to? Wait, just kidding, I've never Which seen it. Which sex scenes right. aren't hot? The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> like all of them. <laughs> I haven't seen it. But yeah, so they, they're all supposed to be... I like the be... driver. He's kind of cute. Well, the driver, he's fine. I he's think, totally I think fine. you're talking, talking about, about the, the ceremony. When, when the husband oh, is stepping yeah. away over right. his wife those in her hands. They're not There really. you go, you're there right. You they're go. not. They're entirely right. That's true. Yes. But yeah, so yeah. They, they hire people to help them. Yes. They're drastically outnumbered, so they also sort of train the people up. There's actually a sort of enterprise that rips this off, too. Oh, my God. Which um, one is Mal? Archer? Janeway? No, it's an enterprise. Still Jane. Yes. Neelix. No, that's Voyager. But here's the thing. Do the climactic battles in all of these other movies and media, are they long, boring, and make no sense? (laughs) Some of them. Because the one in this sure was. So I haven't seen... I've only seen Magnificent Seven once and don't remember it very well. Seven Samurai is literally almost four hours long and has multiple battle scenes. So there's a good shot. But they're all pretty engaging. Uh, the unforgiven element is that it's a Clint Eastwood film from the early 90s. It's a Western. There's this brothel and uh, ca- uh, like a uh, uh, hand at a ranch gets angry at and cuts one of the workers there. So they hire Clint Eastwood and Morgan Freeman, I think, to really? get revenge for them. How young is Morgan Freeman here? It's the early 90s, so he's already pretty old. Oh, okay. I was going to say, hasn't he always been old? Yeah. I was sort of thinking that, too. Yeah. Precisely. So, yeah, we got that. Wasn't Morgan Freeman, like, in something surprising? 
uh, penguins. <laughs> like uh, something where he was young. Oh, was I, he in where he was? Where like I was a gonna young... say the surprising thing is. Um, oh, uh, Edison Ford. Yes. Uh, what a fucking movie. Um, was it like? Was it like Apocalypse Now or something? No, that was Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne was he was 14 because right. he lied about his age so he could get in the film. Lawrence Fishburne, Fishburne was a uh, husband of uh, Gina Torres. And we're back to Firefly! Firefly! Hey, 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 there! There was something where like, there was a young married? Morgan Freeman. I nope, never nope, Jake's dragging us away from Firefly. Sorry, and sorry. He was a cowboy on Pee Wee's Playhouse, and like that's like Firefly too. There we go. All right, okay. So, yeah, so we're in familiar territory. The West? Yes, yes, and several different Western films. I guess the main difference here is that, you know, none of the main characters die. You do lose main characters in both Seven Samurai and Magnificent Seven. Spoilers. I didn't say who. I know, just kidding, anyway. Aren't those movies, though? Yes. And I feel also, like, mo- I feel like movies, movies. People, people are more likely to kick it because they're... They really should have killed off... Inara? Inara. Yeah. Mm. I'd be there. I'd be down for that. That would have been Inara. so much better. And then she could have had like some really poorly acted final words. Like, and then they could adopt Nandy and it would be great. No, no, Nandy's it's got better a girl. this way. I'm finally leaving. I like Nandy. Nandy was cool. I just kind of felt like she was being a dick to her friend. Yeah. Well, being fair, she didn't Which know... one? Petaline or Inara? No, Inara. She didn't know that Inara had a thing for Mal. I don't know. I took her at her word. Because she definitely seemed kind of upset when she realized it. I don't know. I just think. I don't know. She's done her dirty. I, I, also, I also liked the, the Nandy Mal scene. Like, I actually thought it was fairly well written compared, you know, especially, you know, I think last week I was complaining. Last week, two weeks ago? One of these weeks. I was complaining about how Mal's and Saffron's scene together in Trash, Trash. was terribly written. And then mm. Mal's scene with Inara was terribly written. And then you watch Mal with Nandy and you're like, ah! This is what it's like for him to have a good scene with a woman he has great chemistry with. See, yeah, it it reminded me, this is a little bit like the two commanders kind of of their own worlds, sort Mm. of, and they're sort of like sharing war stories. It felt Mm. like equals. Oh yeah, when they're they're going through the the stories of their guns, that's very cute. It was the electric company. That's what I was thinking of. Young Morgan Morgan Freeman. Oh, he has a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. The episode with the whorehouse was messed up, though. Mm. The electric company. Mm When they had to cover their house in, in uh, tin, foil. tin foil to get electricity. Ta in ta in foil. <laughs> now 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 I'm just picturing like a Muppet's Unforgiven. This is amazing. Okay, but who's the human you keep? Uh, English Bob. <laughs> I've never seen. Him. No, the reporter. The reporter would be the token human. I don't know, muppetizing the Clint Eastwood film from the 90s. I will say, though, okay. speaking of, because it's kind of a lot, Joss Whedon loves the word whore. And it's like, whore. Dude, I mean, I get it. It was 2002. It was when we were all less thoughtful about everything, but especially sex workers. But just for the sake of oh. being less redundant in your dialogue, please see prostitute, hooker, lady of the evening for that old-timey vibe. Harlot. Yeah, Good. also old timey. Yeah. Like, there's tart. Mm. tart. Or make up a space a word. Twist. Yes. Yeah. Twist. No, he would pick a Chinese word. That's true. Does yeah. twist yeah. just mean girl, though? Yeah, twist so. isn't like, too. Just I like, got my twist on the side. I almost said, yeah, and skirts. And then I was like, no, damn That's it, a skirt yeah. is just, just a girl. Doll face. Uh, vagina haver. He's going to a weird place. Uh, I almost just said, but, don't, don't call me doll because uh, I just watched Space Jam for the first puts? time. but. Uh, so anyway, this has been old mobster words for women. 
Dame's bronze. Corner. <laughs> I, <laughs> the uh, the villain in this was was Rance, yeah. deeply unpleasant. What a yeah. piece they, of they made such an effort to make him as unlikable as possible. Nailed it. Even yeah. in, even in like his wife's presence, then you watch like what the fuck is the, her deal? Don't you hate bronze? Does she just really really want a baby? That's is that the, what it is. That's what it's had with the, with like Handmaid's yeah, Tale for me. Like there's clearly something going on there where she can't have a baby, and this is like the only way it's going to happen. Well, yeah. One of the mes- one know, of them but... mentioned that too. Like you know, can't have any offspring by his dried up shrew of a wife or whatever. And I was like, ooh, Jesus Christ! But okay. go on. No, I was just hoping that there was some kind of like you know mass plague that affected all rich people or some crap like in the handmaid's tale and that's the that's like how that this happened somehow and it wasn't just like that but yeah that part of it like got to me and it would have been that's the thing like i'm i'm now looking at this from a 2019 perspective having seen the entirety of every episode of that show that's like been out watching this and wishing that she was more part of it because i want to see her kind of evil perspective on this too Mm -hmm. like why is she why is she yeah why is she okay with this like are there because we, we don't see a ton of this town. Mm-hmm. Nope. We see the whorehouse. Mm-hmm. Right. We see the, the theater yeah. with all of Rance's asshole friends. And, and his, his shadow people. puppets. There was an Asian man. Yeah, doing the shadow puppets. I know. Yeah, oh, and then we see his blowjob belt. That was, that was, that was creepy. To me. I didn't like that. Yeah, so, <laughs> Consider, well, considering how many be... Asian actors we've seen in this show... Yeah. All one of them? Yeah. Uh, I honestly... I will say, while I didn't like that scene one uh, one little bit... I expected him to just like literally throw her on the ground and for us to like have to see them swarm her or something, to be that's, honest. Yeah, that's like true. that's kind of what I was expecting. I thought so he was just gonna kill her. Him being like, suck my dick was like, oh, is that all fine? Okay. I mean, she probably then had to do all of the guys as well. Yeah, that, 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 that. Which is why they didn't attack till sunup. That, that was takes un- time, you unnecessary, know? that whole like. Yeah, I didn't like it. We didn't need to see it. We well, get it. He is she deeply unpleasant. And... You made your point. Yeah, she's a piece of shit. She I mean, got off easy. Well, mm. but then again, like, you know, she had to suck all their dicks. That can't be great. How big is this town? Is what I wonder. Oh, that's <laughs> that is not what I thought you were going to ask. <laughs> it really depends. The impression it was cold because we see we see Nandy's Nandy's house, Nandy's group of women, and there's at least a dozen of them or so. And they seem to keep pretty busy. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I I look at the town. It's like I can't tell how big the town is. You know, like what is what is the ratio of prostitute per capita kind of thing? Mm. That's true. There, there did seem like uh, there were. It has to be probably more prostitutes than they needed for a town of that. Yeah, like unless it's supposed to be a bigger town than it. Did they get a lot, like, like a ton of visitors? No, it, it seemed like a dumpy planet. You know, he did have that fancy ass laser pistol though, which ran out of batteries. That was hilarious. Oh my god! And it was so like it was so cheesy. The battery indicator was so huge. Yeah. I was just like, oh, uh, what? Check battery. I didn't mind that because I thought it was supposed to be a little fun. It does also yeah. at least. It just felt so inappropriate. The episode was so serious. He was such a piece of shit. He like I don't yeah. know. It just felt. I will say a problem I've had is like there's a lot of telling not showing. Mm. This was a nice example of sort of telling us because until trash and the Lassiter, you know, I was like, oh, they do they do have laser technology because everyone uses you know pistols and rifles and all the spaceships that we've seen use like explosives. Yeah. So I was like, do they have lasers? I guess they don't. And then it's like, oh, they do, but where are they all? And this is a nice way of showing, oh, this is why, because they're kind of 
of a novelty item. Yeah, and only the really rich people have them and all this stuff. And it turns out they run out of juice really quick, so this is why, you know, a standard uh, slug thrower has not been... Slug thrower. Good one, I like I that. I think I stole that from Star Wars. Has, has not been made uh, obsolete by lasers. Right on. Yeah. Lasers definitely... I mean, also, you know, you can put a giant hole in somebody with a gun. Yeah. A laser can't do much. It can burn you pretty bad. Well, it seems to have done a pretty good job in this... Uh, well, you know, Nandy... Fire snakes. Fire snakes. Yes, Nandy. I stole it from Star Wars. <clears throat> yeah, Nandy, though, huh? She got shot in the stomach with a laser. Yeah, yeah. Sucks for her, but like, really, oh, I don't know. I just thought that the whole way that the battle played out and the like, the way it was shot was it was like a. It was, I feel like it was shot to reduce cost, which is probably true because mm-hmm. it was like brief shot of man on horse, brief shot of somebody in the house firing a gun. Right. Nandy next shot, throwing out somebody three more shotgun pistols, like I don't know, it just or like, shells. It, yeah. it felt like the most clumsily. And lazily shot battle scene, and I don't again like maybe they knew at this point that they weren't going to be around anymore. Well, they, they did, right? Didn't they? Well, I don't, I don't know the production order, so. Oh, okay. Because you were saying like, the funeral. Yeah, the funeral was the first. Was was the, the their last. Um, the funeral is a message. The message, the message, message. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Not the this last one. produced scene, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anywho, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought I liked this episode okay, but everything I liked everything up to I think the battle, and then the battle happened, and then I was like, oh. <laughs> I also kind of think the pregnant young lady, Helene, uh, I like the name. Got a little um, got a little shafted in the acting. Yeah, well, like she didn't get have anything to do other than be in labor yeah she didn't get to shoot what's his name it's such a a a tough thing to like make an actress have to do like that's you don't really get much of you know a thing like a a a task other than scream a lot and sweat yeah Yeah, but she somehow managed to throw in a lot of like really dopey looks like anytime (laughs) someone would address her she would just look bewildered or pissed (laughs) off and I was like, I don't know about this. She has very good eyebrows. She does. And her They're eyebrow, very expressive. Yeah, her eyebrow game is intense. And I feel like that worked for her character because, it, yeah, that because there's nothing going on apart from give birth, shoot guy. Yeah. You know, she gets to, like, have a little bit of an internal life through her eyebrows. Yeah. And that's nice. Now, it struck me as profoundly out of character for Mal to not have just shot fuckface. After he got him off of his hovercraft, hover car, mm. like I feel like Mal would not have taken it. Like a, he just shot his girlfriend. Mm. I think Mal would have ended that guy. Yeah, instead he just pistol whipped him. He, he hit him and then he dragged him back to face trial, which was just getting shot in the face by somebody else instead. Hmm. But mm, I don't know. I think it was dramatically satisfying, but yeah, I don't know if it made sense. In universe, I hadn't, thought, See, I I hadn't thought about it. I would have liked it if, like, instead of the girl shooting him, if she was like about to shoot him and was like, "But I'm not that kind of lady," or something. And then, yeah, and then Mal's like, "Well, I am." Bam. Yeah. That'd be pretty in character. Puts on his bonnet first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Speaking of speaking of people who are baby crazy, Zoe and oh, Wash yeah. have the weirdest conversation out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's how you make Why? that scene less dumb. Switch it. Yeah. 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 That's all it needs. Because up until like, I'm not saying Zoe can't want a kid, but Zoe is one of those sensible people in this show. Mm-hmm. Except that she follows Mal around a lot. Yeah, so that's her character's fault. Um. But she should be the one who's like, this is no life to raise a baby in. Yeah, yeah. Maybe so if, in a couple of years when we're, when, if we're somewhere stable. Right. So if, if you Mal's just reverse gone. it. If, you know, Wash was like, you know, we've talked about it. And she could have been like, yeah, when we're more, like, relaxed. Like, I'd have been fine. Mm-hmm. But it just seemed, it seemed like the dialogue was backwards. Mm. I agree with that. Yeah. Because, like, she's too sensible why is Wash the voice of reason in this? He's more fearful, maybe, than she is. But yeah, I, but I, your thing makes more sense. You're yeah, totally she's right. still just... Yeah, it just it doesn't. It's like, whoa, what? Where'd this come from? Well, also, I thought that the idea... Because she said something like, I don't want to be so afraid of losing something that I don't ever have it, or something like yeah. that. But that's basically her saying, like... Yeah, sure, our baby might get blown up, but wouldn't it be nice to have one? It's like, uh... <laughs> Which, again, still uh, seems... Yay. Like something Wash would say. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just, yeah, it doesn't... It comes out of nowhere. It's like... And again, that's fine. It's, it's you know, because I, I do feel like we kind of have this dichotomy where we feel like a character isn't allowed to be a strong female character and want a family. And so it's fine to try to break that stereotype, but again, you're doing it with a character where it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Where, like, again, not that Zoe shouldn't want a kid automatically just because she could beat the shit out of anyone, but again, the, she would be the one who's like, I'm not raising a kid on this fucking smuggler's yeah. boat right. with my idiot captain. Oh, I think it's an idiot, idiot husband. Well, no, she she knew what she was getting into with him <laughs> somehow. <laughs> They're so cute together. They are. I do like Thank them. God she made him shave the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think it know, was like that scene with Riker and uh, Diana, except it was reversed. Yeah. Oh no, I guess it wasn't reversed. It's the, still the same. Yeah. <laughs> Rina Sirtis didn't have a beard. Wait, I'm confusing myself. Never mind. It's like that scene between Riker and Diana. Jesus. Where he shaves her mustache. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. Oh, Lord. Go ahead, Jacob. Um, so the big outcome, the big game changer, if you will, is, is at the end of the episode, Inara informs Mal that she's going to be leaving the show. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll miss her next season. <laughs> uh, <gosh>. Ouch. <laughs> um, because, well, so here's the thing, right? So Inara has, like, so after she figures out that Mal and Nandy, Nandy went 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 to to Plowsville. Did, did the nasty Plowsville? Was that the name of this planet? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Accor- actually, according according to the episode description on Hulu, it is actually the planet Deadwood. Whoa! Oh, really? Now, whether or not when that's the hell act- is that, that it is never said as far as I know. So the, the person at Hulu could have been making it up. I don't think I even saw it on the wiki. Yeah, there, they didn't say cocksucker <laughs> nearly enough for this to have been. Dead. Yeah, again, this this Deadwood totally... was a way more progressive show with an actual speaking <laughs> Asian character. <laughs> yeah, but uh, this totally spoke, I know. this totally could have been the person at Hulu making crap up. I don't know, <laughs> That'd be funny. but at the very least. That's what the Hulu episode summary called oh. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I it, prefer Plowtown. Plowtown. Good <laughs> planet name. 
a plow net. Plow well, the, pla- the planet might be Planet Deadwood, but the town could be Plow, plow Town. Town. So they go to Plow Town, and Inara, like, absolutely, uh... Um, oh yeah, there was a lot of ugly crying. Yeah, she she was not not happy about that. So clearly now we know that she is into Mal. It's funny because there have been no other warning I mean, signs whatsoever. Well, I would have preferred it if she didn't have a big ugly cry. Because mm-hmm. oh, again, yeah. I feel like she's like she can be upset in a different way. It just again, it seems a little out of character. Mm. Yeah, like I feel like she'd be upset, but. More stoically? Or more... I don't know. It was just a bit too, like... Well, she kept it stoic for him, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's strange. You look at her and you look at... Yeah, she has the that attitude about people who are not part of the guild and there's a certain amount of tension between the two groups. But, like, it also kind of feels like... She's got to know that this is, like, Nandy's work. That she mm. does. This is like as respecting her as a fellow sex worker and that kind of thing. Like, yeah. yes, that is a thing. Good, you, you know, my friend's super good at it. Hopefully you paid her well. I mean, I don't know. It feels like that sort of thing in terms of like it being separate from an emotional thing. But if it's not separate, then I don't yeah. know. It's interesting. Yeah. Knowing what I know about her character, it's strange that she hasn't separated those two things about that particular act, you know what I mean? Well, right, and she even says, like, you know, you don't have to be embarrassed. I don't have the same puritanical views as you about sex. So it's like, you would expect that to be the actual truth so it wouldn't be, like, a thing. Mm -hmm. And maybe she's sad that, like, she's, I I can still see her being sad, but her being absolutely broken about it just feels a little... Yeah, it's a bit much. It does feel, Mm -hmm. I don't know. But at the same time, I I mean, it, it, it does... If she is so broken up about it, it makes it makes the end of the episode make sense. Yes, right? that's true. Because it's clear that you know she cannot exist professionally in the in this environment with Mal because Mal's very unprofessional. You know, having having feelings for him, I think I think it's just that she realizes, oh shit, mm. this is this has gone too far, so yeah. I have to leave. So apparently the name for the planet came from a piece of merchandise called the Complete and Official Map of the Verse hmm. by Jeffrey Mandel, who How he's apparently is, that is his whole thing, his whole connection to Firefly is creating the Complete and Official Map of the Verse. Well, who declared it official? He did. Uh, whoever licensed it, apparently. The, of- the official, unauthorized... Oh, no, no, it was actually a licensed thing no, you could I buy, just, so I mean... I was just fooling. So it's probably a little gag he threw in for himself, and whoever the hell wrote that description for Hulu is apparently a fan. Yep. Well, but if it's the official, then it's gonna yeah, be true, it right? Be yeah, canonical. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but what I mean is, though, like, that's... I feel like that's something that if you're writing summaries, you, you had to seek out. Because, yeah. like you said, I, it is not said in the episode. Mm. Mm-hmm. True dad. Anyway, what I think we should. We anything for our our whorehouse? Heart of gold. Just, just that it was interesting to see Jane being like the most human ever to someone who like because he I think calls Anara a whore too and like is offering to like buy saffron. He doesn't like seem usually to have a lot of respect for women, but like when it comes down to it, like he and this and this sex worker that he's kind of shacked up with for the day or whatever it is he seems to like 
I mean, he's letting her hand him his guns. Yeah. That's gotta that's gotta say something. I just yeah. feel like yeah. she's like the most human connection he's managed to make in the whole show. Yeah. And that's like No, him, him and him and Book seem to have a friendship. Yeah. We see a little bit of it in the next episode. Oh, in the next oh, episode. The next episode. So we're moving some from one instance of we- weird toxic max- masculinity to objects in space, which has this other very weird <laughs> character that exudes toxic max- masculinity. So in objects in space, River is wandering, doing doing a wander. We're seeing a lot of <laughs> a lot of things through her probably very illogical eyes. She she walks around and all of a sudden she finds all, all all these sticks on the floor in the in the cargo hold area and she picks it up like pick pick up a branch it's just an object in space isn't that kind of cool I found a branch and suddenly snap to reality oh there goes gravity because uh, we're in space <laughs> because we're an object in space yeah what's what? that from that's an Eminem song then <laughs> yeah I we were singing lots of it earlier no I, I there's don't, been lots I, of Eminem songs I do not tonight. know his Uber that well yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, and, and everyone around River like is trying to get a gun out of her hands because it's not a stick and there's something wrong with you, she's gonna, dear fucking god. A big gun. She's gonna turn your brains into mom spaghetti. Yes. And we have to have we have yeah. to have a big big heart to heart with everybody. We have to lock lock River away somewhere, which they keep failing to do, <laughs> uh, and have a have a, a big discussion. A, a consortium, if you will, about what the fuck to do with this girl. Because she's getting dangerous. Like, she's, she cut the crap out of Jane once. She found a gun that was loaded and not, you know, on, on the safety. She's not getting better. Whatever Simon has been doing is not helping. And, you know, they, they're talking about this and they're talking about this. And, and they, they, it dwindles, it, it fizzles out and they go to bed. And River, not River, Kaylee and Simon keep hitting on each other and give up on hitting on each other because they keep doing that. Well, book ruins at this time. Mm. He kind of C-3PO's them. They're like, this close! Walk by, you can get back to, yeah, fuck it. Ruin the mood! (laughs) So everyone goes to bed and all of a sudden this weird fucking dude, Jubal Early, comes on board looking for the Tams. And he goes and he locks everyone in their room. He He knocks the fuck out of Mal, which was hilarious, and locks Mal in his room. Considering he locked all the doors, a lot of people were still out, which I don't know how that, how the fuck that happened. Really, he only locked Wash and Zoe and Jane up, and everyone else was around. Well, because he only locked the crew quarters, but uh, Kaylee wasn't in her room. Yeah, and Simon was out. The passenger quarters are a separate area. Oh, which was not clear to me works. until this episode. Oh, it's finally clear to me. So thank yeah. you, Chris. Yeah, no, the passenger dormitories are a I whole separate... I did not it's, it's, think of the, that. The passenger quarters are, like, next to sick babe, kind of behind the... Uh, They're the things with the stairs, that, with the ladder that opens up. No, they have, like, sliding doors. The ones with the ladders yeah, down the ladders the crew are the quarters. Cr- so the ladders and no, crew quarters meant, the crew are behind quarters. the bridge. Yeah, they're, like, right there. Okay. Right behind the bridge, between the bridge and the... In the commissary. All right. Area. With that established, let's move yes. on. Yes, there was a huge continuity in this ep- error in this episode, and I'll get to that. Great, we'll get to that. So we got we got Jubal early on board. He knocks the shit out of Mal. He knocks the shit out of Book. He threatens to rape Kaylee. Yeah, that wasn't, which no, 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 no. Why no? Kaylee, she's a fucking character. You don't. Never mind. And then he Moving like talks on. about it later too. Like, don't make yeah. me have to rape that pretty girl in engineering. Like, dude, yeah, no. It just gets, you know. And then he, yeah. So we'll get back to that. Yeah. Mm. Then he finds Simon, and he's like, "Aha! I found you. You have to show me where River is, because uh, I'm, I'm here looking for her and all this stuff. I'm a, a bounty hunter and all this stuff." And Simon's like, "I'm not helping." No, he's not a bounty hunter. He's a body hunter. He's a 
bounty hunter. What? I didn't, it's what? a line. It's a line in the show. Oh. He's a weird fucking dude. With, with a weird hearing impairment. Oh, uh, right. This is true. Cool. Am I a lion? We'll get back to this. He's the weirdest fucking dude. And and Simon, who's refusing to help, but also, you know, is stuck at gunpoint with this guy. And it's like, what else are you going to do kind of thing? They're looking around the ship for River. They're looking around, they're looking around. And then finally, River's voice comes through. And she's like, I'm not on the ship. I'm in the ship. Mm-hmm. I faded away because no one on the ship likes me, which is very, very true. River, good fucking job. <laughs> and, and you know, I, I you can't you can't bring me back to where you want to bring me anymore because I don't exist in the same pl- like existence plane. As all you people. And Jubal's like, this could be true. Because I'm the weirdest man in the world. <laughs> and, and you know, there's something there's something to this. And she keeps talking to everybody. You know, she tells Kaylee how to, you know, cut herself out of her ropes. And she tells Mal how to wake the fuck up off the floor. And she tells Jubal all this stuff that how could she possibly know all this stuff about him? And it's because she had snuck onto his ship and was like reading through all the shit that shit on his cockpit. And he realizes, oh, you're up there. You can come with me then. She's like, yeah, sure. No one likes me here anyway, as I said. (laughs) So, you know, Jubal goes out to go take off with her and do the thing. And Simon gets himself fucking shot in the leg like an idiot. But then Mal is up there on the ship and he grabs Jubal by the general body area and flings him out into space where he still is to this day. And they welcome River back because she's part of the crew after all. But we still don't like her. But she's, you know, she figured out the Jubal thing. But God fucking damn it, River. The end. (laughs) See, I'm going to say, having been largely kind of indifferent towards her character for this entire show... She's great in this, and I now care about her. Who, River? Hmm. Yes. Yeah, this was a great... And now it's like, well, great. Why'd you wait till now to... (laughs) Good job. (laughs) Yeah, so this this is one of the episodes that did air. It was one that aired second to last on Fox, because Fox then circled back around in the pilot. But we can more or less consider it the last one, because we've already talked about the pilot. And, yeah, what a thing to to finish the thing with. Hmm. It just feels so, like, different from every other episode. Like, tonally, it's like a complete shift to me. I like this episode, though. I think it's interesting. I, I lo- yeah. I like the character of Early. I wish he didn't do the rapey bit because yeah, other think, than that, he's he's great. I think if they had just cut that element, he can still, like, like violence and stuff. Yeah, that's fine. I kind of like his weird shit that he says. He's just a dude river. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. the two of them kind of are perfect together. Mm. You know, I've no doubt that had the show lasted, they, he they, would have we you know survived have seen those. The last of him, yeah. Someone would have been puttering by in a little puttering, Scooty Puff Junior. and picked them up. Yep. Now, since so part of this, this part episode opens with sort of Mal and uh, Nara talking about her leaving. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did that differently on Fox. As I say, he, because without Heart of Glass, it doesn't make any heart sense. Heart of Gold. Oh. Yeah, on Fox, they had an alternate scene because they kind of switched that scene out because that wouldn't have made sense if you hadn't seen Heart of Gold. And they changed it so that she was threatening to leave because of her lack of clients. So it was just her threatening again and not Uh, saying, I'm leaving. Hmm. Did Fox know what they were doing at all in any way back then? I mean, do they they still? I don't think, I don't know. They've think, done a good job brainwashing the masses. I think they've got a better idea of what they're doing. Well, that's now. the news division, yeah, not the entertainment division. Right. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, you've got a show where things clearly sort of have to happen in a certain order, and you just decide, like, nah, nah. We're just going to hope that it, it's successful and nothing makes sense. It'll be good. Oh. You know. 
So you're not making sense. I wanted yeah. to come back. I mentioned oh, this, that there's, the, the, there's a, continuity a huge thing, right? continuity error. So right. in the towards in I think it's even oh. before the cold open or before the the credits mm-hmm. and during the scene where Rivers kind of wandering around, she's picked up a stick. Yeah. But then one shot later, it's a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Like. That's weird. Where was the <laughs> script supervisor? <laughs> Where's the continuity guy? Well, Come on. Fucking hell. Come on. No, actually, no. The continuity error I, I was going to bring up is um, after Kaylee frees herself from the engine bay, she leaves the engine bay, and I'm pretty sure she closed the door behind her. But then when it shows her and another shot, the door is open to the engine room. Mm-hmm. That was really upsetting. So I'd have to go back and check, but I think she closed the door. Because why wouldn't she? The door was shut when she was in there. Mm-hmm. So if she didn't want him to know that she'd escaped, she should have shut the door when she escaped. Because he wouldn't have known unless he looked through the window. Mm. My God. What were, th- what were they thinking? No wonder the show was canned. canned <laughs> so how about Jubal's obviously based on Boba Fett's ship? Ship. Yeah. That was a thing. How about Jewel being so obviously based on Boba Fett? Was he, though? Know, Boba yeah, had the decency. Really say Boba had the decency to not talk so damn much. <laughs> yeah. Five lines in the trilogy, and one of them was, ah! <sighs> I have a question. Yeah. Why did he have that thing about him, like, killing his neighbor's dogs on the in the cockpit where well, he, <laughs> where River could get. I think to she it. might have been reading his brain. Yeah, I think yeah. some of the Remember, stuff she did get via her psychicness. Yeah. Oh. Oh God, her psychicness. The sin. The, the sin. Oh, God. What? what? Yeah, at one point during the... I don't, what was the exact setup? Do you remember? Um, they're talking about... Her how potentially she, being psychic. And they're like, oh, that sounds... That's way too sci-fi, says Wash. <laughs> and Zoe goes, you live on a spaceship, dear, or I whatever. Like and I, I was like, like ugh. I thought it was oh, fun. I like that it's line. not a movie. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, gotta I agree. fucking hate that shit. I can take some meta humor, but that's a bit too much. Literally, I liked it because it was because it was kind of it was kind of flipped because you'd expect Wash to say it, and Zoe just delivers it so flat that I love it. Mm. Well, so I had started watching the episode like a little bit before you did, so I messaged you, and I was like, I was like, Ugh, they committed a sin. They committed the sin in this episode, <laughs> and he was like, "What do you mean?" And I said, "Well, when you watch it, you'll see." And then he's like, I think I found it. And then I was like, yep, you did. Also, when I was, I just went to Google the character to see if he has an afterlife in the comics. Mm-hmm. But before that, I found out that apparently Jubal Early is also the name of a Confederate general. Whoa, oh, that's weird. That's got to be intentional. Yeah. Well, so then but I like, kept why? looking. But apparently. Whedon's grandfather. <laughs> Nathan Fillion's. <gasps> Huh, really? Wow. Nathan Fillion is apparently descended from a Confederate, uh, yeah, General, Jubal Anderson Early. It is a good name. That's a wild name. name. It is a very Western-sounding name because, well, time and place. And Nathan Fillion's like, hey, Joss, uh, they're tearing down my great-great-grandfather's statue. Can you do something? Because, like, you know. It's about history and heritage. It's about history and heritage. Exactly. That's what the people are going to be saying about about the brown coats and... Firefly future. Oh, Jesus Jesus Christ. I think you're gonna say yes. about the statues of Reagan. Well, are there <laughs> statues of Reagan? There's yeah. at least one oh. in London. In London, London, London. old no, London town. It was uh, outside the American Embassy. Mm-hmm. Barf. I was walking around slightly lost, desperate mm-hmm. for a piss, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> found the statue of Reagan. Perfect. If it wasn't so public, 
But yeah, no, I'm walking up. I was like, oh, the American Embassy. I guess I have my passport on me. Maybe they'll let me use the John. (laughs) (laughs) And as I'm walking up, I see a statue. And I'm like, oh, it's a statue. And I start going, oh, that's not who I think it is. (laughs) And it was. Yeah. Did you get your piss? I actually, I decided that would be a last resort. uh, And luck, I found out there was a uh, department store very close by. So I went Mm. there instead. Nice. But yeah. So my thing about this episode, and it's, it ties in a little bit with what you were saying about the the meta thing, right? Because it didn't that joke didn't bother me. It was like oh, a typical Whedon kind of thing, but it was definitely a very of its time kind of like early two thousands kind of joke. And a lot of the stuff in the episode, specifically with with early, was like this is the kind of smooth, intelligent psychopath character that you saw a lot of, you know, for, for like a period of time mm. and it was always like, oh, that dude's so cool and badass because he's like literally evil. Literally a sociopath? Literally a sociopath, but he's read books or something. <laughs> <laughs> so it's cool. Is it still like, her room if it's empty? Mm. Oh, God, exactly. that line. This guy, this dumb. fucking guy. Really the only thing yeah. I liked that he said was... Uh, am I, am I online? <laughs> Them. Yeah, he's definitely like he delivered everything. He really did. Enough. No, he, he did. Actor. He was doing amazing considering what he'd been given. Yeah, but no, there's definitely like this is definitely like first year philosophy major depth. Yeah, no, and it's like in the modern day and age when it's like that just does not amuse me as much anymore. You know, now that I've seen 4chan, you it know, it was the Matrix's like, fault. Yeah, no, yeah, totally. Like it all comes back to Fishburne. Isn't it? Oh, <laughs> it's fish burn all the way down. Yep, Cowboy Curtis. What have you wrought? <laughs> oh God, with the Jerry curls. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm mm-hmm. kind of with you on on that. Uh, yeah, I definitely can remember you know watching Firefly years and years ago and thinking, oh yeah. Yes, yeah. this, this is cool, dude. This is a cool guy. And, and watching it last time, it's like, oh, this isn't as cool as I remember. Like, I remember when I was, you know, this is would have been like 15 years ago, right? 2004. 17 years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but I didn't watch it when it aired. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, that's when okay. I watched it. I watched yeah, it like 15 years ago. I'd say. Jesus. Yeah, I know. That's nuts. We all old as fuck. Hmm. You know, that. Uh, older. I was still in college, Christ. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you were in college? What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I remember being like, when he when he's like, that's no shepherd. I remember being like, ooh. And I was just like, eh, that's kind Some of good stuff for season two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although, I, I actually, that didn't bother me. Because that one, it was like, oh, so he can he can see through people. Like like River yeah. kind of does. Well, or he just knows. But he has no, or yeah, the only thing he would, is if he knew who Book actually was. Because he seemed to uh, know everybody, it, and Book has some skills that yeah, this guy be helpful had, in this line of work. This guy had clearly done his research. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe he just, he found the record that no one on Serenity has bothered to look for. Mm-hmm. What else we got? Um, oh. Oh? As usual, and... You know, it's just, I feel so guilty about this. But as usual, the best stuff in the episode belongs to Jane. Oh, Jane is great this episode. Mm. Like, like, I can't even remember what the line was, but there was something when they were talking about River where he did one of his stupid things that he says, Mm. where he just misunderstands something or doesn't know the word. I don't remember what it was. Simon's like, how did you even learn to read? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I think speak. Oh, speak. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. And then, of course, I, I don't know, probably the best sight gag 
in the whole series is Jane waking up, ripping off the thing, revealing all of his guns, and then <laughs> snuggling up in the blanket. Well, especially because, like, yeah. the music swells. Yeah. Like, Jane's <laughs> about to... Oh, never mind. No. Like, <laughs> like, like, definitely one of the best sight gags in the whole series for me. Yeah, that, again, that's sort of... I mean, I use it as a segue, but one of the things I sort of will admit I will regret not getting to see is it did seem like they were really building up a proper sort of friendship between Book and Jane. And I feel like the two actors, the few scenes they got, they actually worked pretty well off of each other, and I would like to have seen more of that. And, you know, when they're just kind of talking and, and Book's lying through his teeth about having yeah. given him a good fight and all that. Was this the episode where they were discussing sex and masturbation They together? were, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not need that scene. I forgot about that, probably because I... It to. was also through River's eyes, so it was probably right. weird. It was probably just this weird, weird thing. But in in the scene when we're seeing through River's eyes and all the things, it, the, she's watching Zoe and Wash making out. And normally, I'd be all about watching Zoe and Wash making out, but they they put it in such a weird oh, yes. way. They mm-hmm. framed it and they zoomed in on like back of head a lot. Yeah, well, yeah. And they I was clearly... like, this is the least sexy. It was makeout really scene. Well, the thing yeah. is, I. I... I liked that because they're giving you that alienation. Yeah, they wanted it to be. But I also understand. Yeah, yeah, like they were successful in their goal, unfortunately. Yeah, (laughs) which was yeah, no, this is weird. Mm -hmm. How much of what she was hearing from them was real? Do we think all of it was real? I think everything except for when they looked at the camera, turned to her and like, "We hate you." No, that's what I mean. That's the stuff stuff I meant. A lot of stuff that's real underneath. I don't know, though. Subtext all the time. Yeah, Yeah, because the thing she heard Simon say, he actually says. Later. Like, ten minutes Mm -hmm. later. Yeah. Yeah. Jane and Shepard weren't really talking about masturbation. That was all in her head. No, yeah, like I said, I didn't didn't mean (laughs) that part. I just meant the parts that she was hearing that they weren't saying. Got it. Yeah, it's hard to tell what of those were maybe real versus what of those were her paranoia and alienation. Mm -hmm. Which, again, presumably intentional. Brain brain damage. Mm. Poor thing. Um, Poor Willow. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, you can definitely feel sorry for her. I just wish that most of the time she weren't a plot point. Yeah, yeah. I I loved her scheme. The scheme that was, was great. great. That, that was, was a great Yeah, I mean, this is probably... Simon fucked it up and got himself shot, but what yep. are you gonna do? This is probably the episode where that character gets to do the most. Yeah. You know, pretending to be the ship mm. and being mostly lucid. Yeah, everything that makes her character kind of more of a plot point than a character actually kind of worked in this episode as as character bits. I totally yeah, agree. Yeah. Like it's, well, it's just, uh, it's, you know, it's just sad that they had to wait till the very last fucking episode to learn how to use her. Yeah, because yeah. the rest of the season she's just been fucking annoying mm-hmm. consistently. I mean, yeah. in my opinion. Well, again, I mean yeah. that that goes back to sort of like a really strange trope of like shows of this ilk around that time where you had like the villain who was the cool guy and the psycho and he's so smart because he's read a book or whatever and then you but then you've also got like oh god that one lost on at this point lost Uh, that one crazy girl Right? And where it's like the, the French lady in the woods who like living there forever, who was like super Rousseau, interesting. Right? Rousseau, I liked yeah. Her. I liked well, her. Yeah, too. they were all named natural philosophers. They a bunch were. Of them were. Everybody on Lost was, yeah. So it's yeah. partly Lost's fault too, not just the Matrix. No, yeah, totally. Um so well, Lost was after this. It was. But we're blaming it anyway because I think they overlapped. No. Two thousand two? I think they no. Lost it started when I was in college. Really? Two thousand four, two thousand five. Yeah, I remember watching. No, it in I remember my roommate watching when I was in college. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It started. It was not forward but... to like 2011, and you know what? We can blame Lost for this because screw that Frozen Donkey Wheel, man. I'm sorry. Anyway, 
Frozen donkey. Frozen wheel. donkey wheel. Oh, the frozen donkey the wheel. The frozen That's donkey right. wheel. There it is. I'm remembering <laughs> things now. There's nothing really wrong with the frozen donkey oh, no, wheel. Oh, no, it's 2004. Yeah, that's what when I it came out. Oh four. We were in because... college in two thousand four. And I know oh, right. Yes. I started in 04 and it was your second year. Yeah. I forgot when I graduated. I was employed in 2007. That's yes. an adult. So yes, I can't blame Lost. Yeah. The point is that like You still blame Lost. You can't. But they do a lot of weird time jumps. There we go. Yeah. Lost. So there you go. But settled. That was definitely a thing that was going on in a lot of pop media at the time. Yeah. Where it's like the one crazy character who's crazy. And it was, I don't they're really still doing this to the same degree. But, like, River was part of a type. Hmm. Definitely, right? Um, and they were all played by Summer Glau. <laughs> Last week I dubbed yeah. her a manic pixie nightmare girl. Totally. Exactly. The kind of, you know, is actually crazy and totally a wild card and, like, the, the Harley Quinn kind of syndrome. Oh. Right? And... Except nowhere near as interesting as Harley Quinn. Yeah. Until this episode. God damn it, River. Yup. Yeah. I don't know. Harley Quinn isn't that interesting. What? Shut the fuck Harley up. Harley Quinn's whole thing is like... Jake, you've not even seen any of un- anything with Harley Quinn in it, have you? I know what the character is. Then she's, why are you talking? She's good in the animated series. She's I haven't awesome seen Suicide Squad because look at it. <laughs> she can Makeup be good in the right... Some writers fuck her up. The ones that understand what to do with her, she's actually quite a good character. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I used to like her character back in the day and... When I saw that, like, Margot Robbie was playing her in Suicide Squad, I'm like, I really like Margot Robbie as an actress, and I just haven't seen Suicide Squad because it looks absolutely terrible. Well, it, yeah, like, by all accounts, she's, yeah. like, one of the only good parts. Yeah, damn. So she will okay. be in the sequel. That's good. I will probably <laughs> watch like, the sequel. It's like, some kind of Suicide Squad. <laughs> I think she's the <laughs> only person. Like, some kind of Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that line. I uh, could do that, that line. Like, yeah. who the fuck says that? On the other hand, what does God need with us? <laughs> What does God need with a Star Trek? Oh, Jesus Christ. What does God need with a Star Trek? I have to say, I have told so many people that story of like when you guys were watching Star Trek Five. I am not going to lie. (laughs) 25% of the reason I wanted to do this podcast was to tell that story on record. To a wider audience. (laughs) And then Chris quit. What was the story? Oh, God. Oh, here we go. I think you would have talked about this no, no, just go, Star just, Trek 5 episode. Just go ahead. Go listen to our Star Trek 5 episode. I forget what I called it. I think what does God need with a podcast? I think Jake wants to know, though. Uh, I'll I'm, tell you afterwards. I probably... Do You'll have, remember it when I start okay, telling I'd have to re-listen to that show. I'll just tell you when we're done. Yes. Right. The rest of you go listen to the episode. That was a year... I'm gonna, I'm gonna reel, it, so gonna reel it all the way back in. Reeling, 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 reeling. Reeling. Simon is fucking ripped. Yes. <laughs> Holy I was, cow. I don't know he's ripped, but he's definitely fitter than I was expecting. I, yeah, I was not expecting, like, oh my. How did there's I miss him many abs? Yeah, when he first goes to find River, he's not wearing a shirt. And he's oh. definitely, like... I don't know what I'd call him. He's not, like, he's not ripped. He's not even cut, but he's... Definitely in better shape than you'd expect. That's... What, what word okay. you, did you find? Simon Firefly. I, I, I was thinking of circumcision. <laughs> Shirtless. Well, that's how you can tell. There, it was he's the definitely light. not circumcised. They, that's done away with in the future for so? sure. Yeah. Uh, that's how you can tell it was the final. Like they kind of knew it might be the final episode because they're like, okay, we got to show off this boy's chest. Yeah. Ooh, he has because beautiful shoulders. Before, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, he is very he's pretty. Good looking dude. Yummy. Good looking dude. Oh, sorry. I mean. <laughs> No, I meant yummy. Yeah, no, I mean... Yummy. Yeah. Yummy, 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 I love it, my tummy. You got in heaven. <laughs> um, There's no God here. <laughs> yeah, no, anyway. Simon. Simon, yeah. proper fit. Yeah. 
Like, I was expecting you to be thin, but not have any definition. Would you call mm. him toned? Yes! That's a good one. Okay, toned. Great. Yes. Without being, like, totally jacked, ripped, or whatever the other one was you said. Cut. Splaunched. Mm. He's splaunched. All right. He's no, uh, he's no Discovery Captain Pike, but he'll do. Yeah. Mm. Another very pretty man. You're Does disgusting. he ever have a shirt off? I don't, th- I don't think, think so either. So. What a shame. He's a uh, never new. That's... Uh, <laughs> Now he needs to have his anyway, own show. You guys disgust me. <laughs> uh, really? This coming from you, brown. Well, you were talking eye, about Marvel eye. Robbie, and I kept my fucking mouth uh, shut. <laughs> my brown-eyed Jake over here. <laughs> no, I did actually liked um, Jubal's kind of weird philosophy of a, a surgeon should be cut on to know what it feels like. That was interesting. I kind of liked yeah, that. It wasn't bad. People, also, people I hate are, doctors, but so there's that. Awake when they do that shit. Generally, yeah. I mean, I although a, he he was, yeah, I was awake. I when I had my wisdom teeth out, but Ooh, wow. they numbed me all to hell, mm. which I, oh, I couldn't you could feel. Hear it. it, couldn't you? It was messed up. Like none of my friends could give me a ride home. Like my girlfriend at the time had like a conference because she was some kind of laser physicist. Actually, she was. <laughs> this is actually true. And uh, so nobody could drive me home. And I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? Well, we can keep you awake and just like give you a ton of Novocaine. I'm like, all right. Yeah, that sounds great. So it's literally like your mouth is open and you're there. You can't feel anything except that it kind of like you get the sense that you're a road and they're doing construction on you. Kind oh, of. yeah. The crunching. There's so much oh. crunching. Yeah, there's the crunching. Pulling, I'm sure you feel pulled. Crunching and pulling oh, a little pulling. and like just drilling. And I'm like, oh, fucked up. Salt blood clearly but i'm just like eh, just whatever and i'm listening to the news or something i don't know what's happening i'm listening to npr to chill myself out it was a whole thing i'm super so glad they that they just yes. knocked me the fuck out for that they didn't yeah. try to carry on a conversation with you like they do when you get into cleaning no 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 it's good no they, they knew better because if you know so uh how's it where, where do you work spew blood <laughs> teeth yeah how's your face Exactly. Yeah. You know, I got, I got, I only had the two top ones, which were easy. But when they were doing the Novocaine or something, you know, it's not so, you're not, you're not supposed to feel the stupid needle. Oh, and I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, but because you know, normally because I've had it done a couple of times, you know, having to yeah. get fillings and all this bullshit. But when I had my my wisdom teeth done on just my right side, when they stuck it in, stuck the needle in my fucking mouth, mm. they hit something that just felt like I got shot in the. Oh. See, I, I haven't had my wisdom teeth done, but I've had some stuff done where they needed to novocate me. And they would like, you know, they would be like, all right, we're going to numb the area where the needle's going to go in. Yet mm-hmm. you still fucking feel the damn needle. Like, yeah. it doesn't hurt as much as it it's could, like a, I'm sure. Yeah, it's but a it, little pinch, but you know, not, it's not oh, usually no. shot in the face. Yeah, no, I, 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 got, I, I had nowhere near what you had, but I still had, oh yeah, it's just going to be a little pinch. It's like, no, 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 this hurts. Hmm. Um... I remember when I when I got a it's always a little pinch a uh, cavity done again just a local so they're like yeah, yeah you know just don't eat for a while that's yeah, fine I went to the movies because there's a movie theater down the road mm-hmm. and I had the rest of the day off I just remember sitting there watching the first Captain America movie occasionally just kind of slapping myself in the cheek to see if I'd gotten any sensation back it's <laughs> so like every fifteen or so minutes. No. Well, the other people in the audience must have loved you. <laughs> I, it was like, what the mid- fuck is wrong with that? It was guy? midday on like a Tuesday. The theater was basically empty. I think I was alone in my row. But yeah, eventually it was just like, oh yeah, oh it's back. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> I've stopped gnawing on the inside of my cheek without realizing it. So now, speaking of though, and to bring it back in, would they also just have to utilize Simon as their dentist? 
If it came to it? Probably. Oh, I'm sure no, that. their barber would do their dentistry. It's the Old West. Mm, that's true. They don't have a barber. Oh. Book Somebody's cutting it. their hair. I feel like Book would be a good dentist. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. So He's Shepherd, got a Shepherd good, Book. Yeah. He's got the book. Mm-hmm. Good job, Jake. Jane would just like punch him really hard and the teeth would fall out. Um, that would and work. just hope that it was one of the ones that was supposed to. Yeah, pretty much. You never know. Like in Sweeney Todd when uh, Pirelli's going to rip out the kid's tooth and yeah. he's like, but I'm fine. And he slaps him and he's like, nope. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, something I forgot about. Um... Heart of gold. Yes, heart of glass. Globe. Heart of gold. Was that, was that, it was, a, it was a, like, so was it officially confirmed that, that, Shep, that shepherds um, are Christian? Because he says, I've been following in the footsteps of a carpenter. Mm. I figured that was implied by the fact that they're called shepherds. Well, I just, I just, I, I mean, I just don't know if it was ever explicitly. Doesn't he have like a broble? He does have a bio, but I don't know if, you know. But can be... you call it the broble if it's not the broble? Listen, listen, he was it's the future. Who knows? He was following in the footsteps of Bob Vila and, and <laughs> this preaching, old house. Preaching, yeah, preaching this yeah. old house. Yeah. But Disney specifically say, like, I can help rebuild, like, I can build. I can the, help our fortification. Oh, yeah, well, that, right. Because, I've been following the footsteps of a carpenter. It's like okay, carpentry isn't actually a core tenet of Christianity, though. Like, yeah, but that's kind of no, Jesus but, was famously a carpenter. He was but more, so more that, famously a messiah. Like, and like then when you see carpentry what he's actually doing when they show him, you know, helping with the fortifications, he's like barely nailing a board to a window it's just terrible yeah. yeah every everybody that dies in a zombie movie has done this exact same amount of carpentry bud yeah yeah, yeah. Mean, I, was just, I was expecting him to like get have like a, a plane or something like yeah he's got a level he's like making <laughs> making sure it's all good <laughs> all right uh four four days of preparation and we have one window done. He does not have a lot of experience nailing this. He goes over this. <laughs> yeah. Wait, like fire. none at all? None. Not wow. like, well, no. Wow. He redirects his energies elsewhere. You mean like masturbation? I was thinking maybe he's more handy with a drill. Mm. Um, possibly a oh. blue gun. <laughs> oh, yeah. He can bedazzle like a motherfucker. Speaking yes. of religion and heart of gold. Right. And bedazzling. And bedazzling. <laughs> Sweet. Um, they do still have Amazing Grace. But I appreciated that the actress who sang it clearly was not a professional yeah. singer. Yeah, it did not yeah. sing well. Because that would have been, like, kind of convenient. Yeah. And it was nice. It's like, no, it's just, this is someone on hand who knows the song. I hope that actress isn't listening to this episode. Of she wasn't this. that, she wasn't bad. No, she but she also wasn't. No, she wasn't that. There, was just, there were a couple of slightly sour notes. She throws her iPhone. I went to Juilliard! No. <laughs> um... But yeah, no, to your point about shepherds, I... Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I always... It is it is implied earlier that, you well, know, with I, the Bible thing and everything... We've got a Bible, uh, and they like, talk about abbeys, and even just the look of his outfit. But again, it's all it could very be... It could be I kind of was like, part of me was like, oh, is it some, like, future religion? Mm-hmm. It could be some sort of, like, you know... Uh, mishmash of all the Abrahamic religions. They've all just finally said fuck it and merged into a super group. Mm. I like this Bob Vila concept for that. Mm. It's like all the Abrahamic Abrahamic religions. Abrahamic? Yeah. Abrahamic. I don't actually Whatever it is. You know what we mean. All damn religions. And under the umbrella of Bob Vila. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Or it's a religion under the umbrella of uh, Bob Ross, and that's the real reason Shepard Book doesn't cut his hair. Oh. oh. I like it. Amazing. I'm going to wrap Grace. this up. <laughs> I'm gonna wrap this up because I know this is oh, this is the the end of the series yep. that we that we've been following here, and I, there were a whole bunch of unproduced ideas for episodes. Oh right, um, that are up online on like the Wikipedia and stuff. And I was just gonna read them verbatim because mm. I'm lazy. Um, episode one: Alan Tudyk wanted a planet tidally locked with the sun. On the night side, Jake would accidentally spill a type of pheromone on himself and the crew, which attracts a species Wait, of dogs. And River. Who's Jake. I think Jane. I meant Jane. Did I say Jane? You did. Yeah. And you looked him dead in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Jake, with those pheromones. Jake's not spilling pheromones. No, Jake, Jake is that what? Jane has spilled some pheromones. Um, which attracts a, piece, a species of dog, and, and Re- uh, River uses her mind powers to domesticate the dogs. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. What the fuck is wrong with Alan Tudyk? My wife got drunk with him some months. Really? Oh, yeah. No. She used to work in Hollywood, and she met Alan Tudyk at a thing, and Jealous. got super drunk with him. And apparently, and I'm telling you this because it's just the four of us here, and your listeners around the set. They call David Boreanis David Boring Anus. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, David Boring Anus. Wow. Wow. You just That's created a, a rift in Hollywood. I know. Awesome. I'm not going to lie. Some... After hearing that terrible episode idea, I love Alan Tudyk a little less. Oh, no. Here's another idea. Ella, uh, Adam Baldwin wanted one in which Jane goes up against Mal as captain of the ship. Oh. Yeah. I mean... That happened in the baby As captain of his books. own ship. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that okay? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah Adam Baldwin is Mallory. Yeah. yeah. No, there actually is an episode where... Um, the babysitters. There's a, where there's a, a yeah book when there's a, there's like someone else becomes president for a while. Shit. Knocks Christy down a couple pigs. Oh. What else we got? Uh, Nathan Fillion says there was an episode in which inhabitants of a dying planet try to steal Serenity. The problem is that unless they were to run into another ship along the way with the extra passengers, Serenity Serenity would not have enough fuel and oxygen to make it to the closest destination. And while everyone else is asleep. Mal takes the ship himself and discovers that he that help would never have arrived. Well, that sounds boring. Wait, so he oh, so he like steals the ship back and something like that. He he alone goes to when he's. What about the rest of the crew? It doesn't say. He jettisons them into space. So then it becomes the Mal finny tubes. Nice. Or is it like so? Wait. That doesn't make a lot of oh, sense. Oh, or is it yeah. like he he goes with the people who steal the ship and leaves his crew behind to see what happens? Listen, this is all the internet told me because right, this episode yeah. didn't actually become an episode. Uh, right. Fucking so this, could, what? this could very well just be something somebody made up as well. It might not. Have it's been on Wikipedia, re- so it's as real as anything on Wikipedia yeah. is. They wanted Nathan Fillion to renew his contract in case they did a second season. They told him, "Dude, guess what? There's an episode coming up where you like <laughs> blow off everybody and like blow them into space. That's brilliant. And it's just you. Nice, nice. Yeah. What there, what actually does exist is a written but unproduced episode called Dead or Alive, uh, which I read. Wanted. Dead or Alive. Yikes. Uh, which I which I read over the course of the last couple days, and which Jake refuses to let us read on the air because it would take a fucking you know a whole episode. Oh my god! Long. Can we do that as a bonus no, episode sometime? Fun. I no, do it. please. Jake, <laughs> Jake says do it. no. Jake, you're wrong. This is a democracy. Isn't this is it? a Star Trek podcast. I would make an excellent Inara. 
You would. <laughs> no, actually, that's not true. You're too good of an actor to be Inara. <laughs> oh! oh! I would be a good Inara. Yeah, because... so... so what happens in the episode? Uh, in the episode, they go down to a, to a, a fair where there's like, it's the, the launching of a, a new factory that's being christened is the wrong word, but I'm going to use christened because that sounds good in my head. Uh, the best part of the whole episode is Jane wins himself a turtle at one of those fair games and, uh-huh. he, and, and he fucking loves the hell out of this stuffed turtle so much. Oh, it's a stuffed turtle? Ooh. Yes. <laughs> I thought he meant a real turtle. No, a big, Either way, I a like A big it. stuffed animal turtle, which I think is the best part of this whole this whole written episode. But at this, this, this fair, the factory blows up and a whole bunch of feds show up and they blame this one um, turtle. Turtle. Uh, no, this... <laughs> God fucking damn it. Uh, they blame this one guy because he ran, and it turns out, oh no, Mal and Zoe knew him from the war. They're really only pinning on this because, it, pinning him, pinning this on him because he was an independent in a brown coat. Uh, they're, they're basing their whole judgment on the color of his coat, and they track him down and all this stuff. Uh, and I'll leave it there so you can read the episode online yourselves. Or... We'll do a dramatic reading of it without Jake. I think that's cool. that's one the one we should do. That sounds fun. Do that. Now okay. I'm just imagining that had the show continued, you know, in the background of every time we see Jane's uh, quarters, there would have been the turtle wearing the hat his Aww. mother had made for him. Eating an apple. <laughs> an increasingly rotten apple. <laughs> since it can't actually eat it. Oh dear. Yikes. Eventually the apple becomes sentient and the first alien in the show. Anyway, I don't have a card to hand to Caitlin because Caitlin should know what we're doing next. Well, what we're doing next is we're going to be watching the film Serenity. We're going to be reading uh, that that episode I just discovered that Jake won't let us read. Oh, well, we'll do that sometime. (laughs) Damn it. What is it with these science fiction shows naming their movies after episodes? I don't know, but I... Mm. I don't know, but thanks, I hate it. Yep, so Chris... I'm an original series episode called The Motion Picture. (laughs) (laughs) So unless I'm mistaken, Chris is the only person at this table that hasn't seen Serenity. So I'm interested to see what you think of it. But yeah, so we'll be doing that. Cool. Where can you find us? The internet. Well, if you like like what you heard, that's true. You already found us once, so just keep going back there. You'll probably have great success. But uh, if you like what you heard and you want to hear more, you can find us where all fine podcasts are sold. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. You can also visit us on our many homes on the web. Yes, we are transient and have many homes on the web uh we are sshb podcast on tumblr and twitter you can find us on facebook by searching a star to steer her by or you can visit uh our website at uh sshbpodcast.com which is really just gonna take you to the tumblr page but like whatever go go check that out it's awesome why does it go to the tumblr page because we don't have a real website why don't no why doesn't it go to the soundcloud page i don't fucking know you uh, set it up. Who gives a shit? The sound, well, the more tum- dynamic. The, no, guys, tum- guys, guys. No one's listening to us anyway. It doesn't yeah, matter. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Tumblr doesn't doesn't have links to the other sites, while SoundCloud does. Son oh. of a bitch. All right. Tumblr well, doesn't have like a home page. Well, we'll also take care of that by next time. I'm or maybe we won't. Caitlin, can I plug my thing real quick? Yeah, yeah. plug it. Excellent. So I have a YouTube channel. Uh, it is youtube.com slash Rock. I do a lot of yeah. stupid oh. Doctor Who, like, based music and, like, Doctor Who rap battles and junk. <gasps> and parodies. And it's fun. What? 
You didn't know about this? No. Oh News my god. Me. Why didn't you tell me? I thought I told everybody and everyone was like, I hate your shit, I'm not telling you. I want to be on it. You should totally be on it. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I love it. Okay, Are you kidding great. me? I totally. fucking love it. Let's make it happen. Yes, please. All right. Um, I have that. And also, if you like the Joss Whedon, uh, if uh, you heard the last time I was on the show and we talked about the um, the new book, Outside In Takes a Stab, about Buffett the Vampire Slayer, there is a new book by ATV Publishing out now called Outside In Gains a Soul. Guess what it's about? It's about Angel. And I wrote an essay on that too. And a Woo-hoo. bunch of my friends did. And you Spoil should check your it essay out. for us. Uh, it's the one where Wesley talks to the giant plastic hamburger. Uh, I've never seen the hamburger. show, so. <laughs> Okay, so it's about that. It's about cool. the giant plastic giant hamburger. plastic hamburger. Yeah, if you see I'm my, sold. Thank you. If you see my Facebook picture right now, it's me in front of a plastic hamburger. And I took it specifically with my essay in mind. So there. Is it the giant plastic hamburger from Friendly Toast? No. But, oh. no, every time I go oh, there, I think of the episode. See, is that Mary McCheese? Yeah, it's Mary McCheese. Oh, that is Mary McCheese, yeah. yeah. Holy shit. It's not the same dude yeah, that Wesley talks to. They used to have one at Friendly Toast. In the Angelverse, it's like a loa. Like it's a per, like a god portal to a voodoo god thing, and I talk okay. about that in the essay. So oh, it's, cool. Yeah, it's worth checking out. Well, I love it. Yeah, nice. Okay. When this turns into a Buffy and Angel podcast, Darn which, right. which it won't, which it won't, when Caitlin leaves and the <laughs> rest of us, you know, lose our souls. Damn. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. yeah. When Caitlin so leaves. So who, who the fuck have we been? Uh, we have been. Oh my god! A star to steer her by a Firefly podcast. <laughs> my name is Caitlin. Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. And this has been special guest star Andy. And I'm melting back into the ship now. Oh, sorry, Jake, could you reset the Rossi clock? Oh! Okay. Oh, are our sound levels where they should be? They're looking, they're looking all right, yeah. It just happened. Did a Klingon just die? Yeah. You, is he ascending to Stovacor? Oh, oh, I got a funny story. <laughs> a funny story? I got a funny s- story. What's a Klingon? Uh, I'll real quick. So, okay. in, uh, at work, yeah. there is uh, there's a new... Uh, a new thing that somebody's been working on, and the and they're like they wanted to call it uh, DNA HQ, as in like DNA like deoxyribonucleic acid, yeah. and HQ as in as in headquarters. Okay, so it's DNA HQ. But when you see it written out, it looks like it says Denach. <laughs> Does sound like Klingon? So I said, so when they came over and they said, um, okay, can you change the name of this thing to DNA HQ? I was like, you know, that's, a, you know, if you put an apostrophe there, that's a the Klingon word meaning cowardly man. <laughs> and, uh, and they believed you. And they're, like, and they're like, well, of course you'd know that. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so all week I've been going, how's the Denach project going? How's Denach, you Yikes. And, um, I don't think you should call them that at work. Probably not. So anyway, but now everybody is calling it Denach. <laughs> Denach. Jake has his revenge. It's beautiful. All right, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about another thing. Yep.